this summer. Your local movie theater will become a tent revival for proclaiming Jesus. And you're invited to be a part of this unique evangelistic campaign. Join with Believers Nationwide for the Million Souls Campaign to bring unsaved family and friends to watch the powerful new movie, The Firing Squad, starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. The Firing Squad tells the incredible true story about prisoners who find faith in the face of execution and transform their prison in the process. As the movie ends, co-star Kevin Sorbo comes on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ, providing an on-site opportunity to introduce family and friends to the message of Jesus. Go to FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how you can receive free tickets and more to the Firing Squad and participate in this unique theater event. Bring your friends and your family and bring your faith. That's FiringSquadFilm.com to learn more. It's good to have you back. I mean, it's like nothing happened. You know, you just went on vacation, you come back, you're looking good, you're feeling good. I'm feeling great, yeah. Good, good. Refreshed after a vacation. Well, I think that's all you need to know about Relief Factor. Uh, I've <laughs> taken it for uh, lots of pain. No, I'm just saying, you know, you're looking good. And if you had some problem on vacation, you would have taken it, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. There you go. Not a drug, but developed by doctors. You can get the three-week quick start for only nineteen 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. If you would have tried it and it worked, would you have gone on to order more? Yeah, for, for sure. Absolutely. But to, be, to be clear, I'm fine. So, uh, drug-free, natural way to get your life back. Uh, relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com on today's uh, broadcast are you excited i am oh my gosh a good it's one. A f- first day back and uh, and it's just well up until we get to the economy thing but that's late in the show <laughs> that's late in the show um, we also discussed the seriousness of monkeypox i i don't want you to panic so i'm going to warn you there is a monkeypox segment on today's podcast. Hear it for yourself. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hello and uh, welcome to the program. Uh, I am uh, I'm proud to uh, announce that uh, Park City Fine Art is still carrying my paintings, which is bizarre. Uh, who would have thought that a year ago, huh? Um, and I'm going to have a uh, another art show this year's uh, collection. Um, it's June 10th and 11th in Park City. Uh, it's free, uh, but you do have to make a reservation so we, we can schedule everybody in. And I, I do a tour for about... 30, 35 minutes of, of the art and tell the stories behind all the people that are being painted. Uh, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. So join us. Um, go to parkcityfineart.com and make a reservation. Again, that's two weeks away. Exactly the time when my house is going to be finished. That's perfect. That's perfect. At what point do you give up this, this, you know, this radio thing and just do the art? Because, I mean, Hunter Biden has shown this is a career. And I think if he can I don't do it, think he. I think he's done with it now. He's done. <laughs> he, done? Had, he had one wow. show. And now I think that's it. The passion yeah. for the art is gone. Gone. Wow. Gone. Yeah. Because it almost yeah. seems like it had nothing to do with art the entire time. <laughs> it di- It does feel yeah. that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. People might say, "Hey, 
No. Y- your whole life life's work. And he had such talent and now just oh, gone. That's really sad. Yeah, really, really, really sad. sad. I mean, no one's saying you're, you're no Hunter Biden. Let's not. We're not Amen. trying to say that. I know. I know we're that. Definitely not trying that. to say that. <laughs> so did you happen to see Bill Maher uh, over the weekend on his real time? On his last show? On <laughs> yeah. the last episode of his show? It is crazy what he is saying. I mean, it's all true and great but it's crazy i i i I, he's gonna get canceled he just got resigned he just got resigned which was honestly in this world a a surprise yeah that he did wind up getting resigned but he's on hbo it's a subscription service he's been there forever and he is saying things that you're not allowed to say you're and his audience do. a year ago, it was a smattering of applause when he would say things. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, I'm confused. Do I, I don't know what to. And the people's heads would explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's uh, he's getting the kind of applause he used to for saying crazy, you know, socialist things. Listen to what he said about the the trans situation. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man, okay, boomer. (laughs) Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Mm-hmm. amazing it's a it's a nine minute monologue i wish i could play the whole thing it is he just dismantles it he starts with the gallup poll um and he says you know for people who were born before 1946 trans was less than one percent that's joe biden's administration 2.6 percent of boomers 4.2 percent of gen xers 10.5% of millennials and 20.8% of generation Z. This is not rocket science here no, to figure this out. It's not. He said if we keep going, we'll all be gay or trans by 2054. <laughs> so, I mean, this is ridiculous. This right. is really truly ridiculous. I don't know if you saw last week there was a teacher, I don't know where Every single person in her class was trans. Every single one. At some point, doesn't that? If that's true, then they're not trans anymore, right? That's just the regular way things occur. Everybody's born in the wrong body, right. apparently. No transitions. No. If you're, if everyone is already, it doesn't make any sense. Obviously, when you see numbers like this, if it were, yes, you can make the, the disclaimer he made at the beginning there might be a few percent, right? Like yeah. people who were ashamed to say something like that before or didn't and wanted to admit it to a pollster before are now admitting it. Yes, there could be some people in that in that boat. And to that extent, like, you know, the people should be able to say what they what they feel. At that 
beyond that though like this is obviously happening where people believe that it's the it's a it's a trendy thing to do it's going to piss off mom and dad um I, 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 the thing i see all the time is is the the uh when you look at these polls the number that's really high when you look at the polls are bisexuals and you you think okay well all right, the bisexual thing, all right, like how how do you explain that? And what you seem to find when you dig down into these polls are people who say things like, look, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. I, I don't care what gender they are. I'll, 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 anyone I love. Now, they all just happened to date the opposite sex all the time. Correct. They happen to be married to a person of the opposite gender. Uh, but they say to pollsters, look, I don't care. I do, gender's not important to me. I'm above that because I'm this progressive vision of utopia that I'm trying to, uh, you know, or they're just trying to. Reality. They're just trying to be a part of mm-hmm. the times, and yeah. you know, this enlightened person. Exactly. When they don't actually practice any of that, they're no. not actually going. You know, Bob, I've always thought I was in love with women, but you are just such a handsome man. What do you say? We find a motel someplace. They're not doing that. What they're saying is, I could do that if I wanted to. I don't have a problem. You know, I have no problem with that. I used to to know this girl who who dated guys her entire life. And then one day decided she was she didn't care about gender. And she got into a relationship with a woman and it lasted like two months and then she went on to date many other men and get married to a man and have multiple children with a man. And like, now look, I, as a guy, I don't know if this is still okay to say, but like would not, there's never a point where I'd be like, hey, you know, a couple months, I'll give it a whirl. Like that is not me. And so maybe that is something different. Maybe that is a bisexual person. That is, who would, the, that is <laughs> the argument. That is right. the argument that, that, you know, you you're born knowing uh, that you'd be able to go anyway. Right. And so I, and I've always thought that was a strange thing to, to, to argue that it's you're born that way. I don't know. It's like, isn't it? Aren't you trying like you think as a product, you'd say like, hey, I want to choose this product. It's because it's better. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's just you're just in this and there's nothing you can do about it. Yet people continually do the opposite thing for multiple decades of their life. So I, I it's hard to really explain on that front. But this particular person, like, I don't know what. How do you explain that person? Is that person in a poll bisexual? I mean, yeah, they had one two-month relation yeah experiment again that whole thing that used to be oh i tried crazy things in college has now turned into an entire category in these polls and like that is not what we're trying to summarize with these polls and i think there is a look i think there's something to be said for uh for two girls getting together first of all it's much (laughs) now listen it's much more accepted uh Mm -hmm. you know traditionally if you will in in culture you mean guys accept it yes <laughs> guys straight guys <laughs> yeah, right, cis yeah. guys love, love that yes. okay mm-hmm. so but there there is that mm-hmm. but also two women they're gonna share they're 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 gonna share the responsibilities mm-hmm. they're you know you got kids you're like ah i'm so tired oh you're tired let me i'll take it Guys generally don't do that. There'd be no responsibility. There'd be in that. no you two mm-hmm. guys in a relationship. It's a disaster. Now that may. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. not 
always clearly, mm-hmm. but if you're saying cis guys decide to experiment, that's bad. Nobody's ever <laughs> going to leave the couch. No one. No one. No one will do anything. It it won't be good. It won't be good. You They'll need both- to have authentic gay guys to make a household work is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Probably not good, but I mean, I just, I've had this conversation. Stu and I have had this conversation, you know, guys like the same thing. We don't understand women, but we'd never wear pants or leave the house Mm. ever. Yeah. It would be bad. We'd never take a shot. It would be bad. I see this whenever my wife, goes away for yes. like a week she goes to like visit her mom or something and i i'm at home and like the entire house it looks like it, it was it's in ukraine yeah I, like how did the, what disaster occurred here because you don't really care no i don't you care. don't really I, care and then your wife will call you like every 25 minutes are the kids still alive <laughs> do you know where the kids uh, are i assume Have they you, are they're young did you feed them today did I? Am I responsible for feeding these children? I thought we were trying to raise responsible children. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Holy cow. Holy cow. Have you... Have you... Have you really digested how close we are to all all of us either dying or turning into monkeys? I, I, we are so close with this monkey pox. Yesterday, Joe Biden said we should all be concerned. And I don't know about you, but I'm very, very concerned or not about monkey pox. So we should discuss everything you need to know about monkey pox before we all panic and die or turn into monkeys. We do that in a second. Now, here's the thing. Oh, man, I tried to sleep last night. Uh, I mean, I had my my pillow. I had the the great sheets from Mike Lindell's uh, my pillow. I, I, I didn't have the three tier cushioning system that two years in development is now out. Two layers of my pillow foam and a layer of impact gel ensure that your feet will be comfortable and avoid fatigue. These are the these are the slippers that you can you can get you you can wear them all day long. I should have been wearing them right now. That's what I should have done. I should have been wearing them because monkey I don't know how many more days I have on this planet. Today I could I could say I'll wear those those great my slippers from mypillow.com and then the next day I won't be here because of monkey box. Please live every day as if it's your last. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special button. Use the promo code back and receive an incredible limited time offer. The slippers come with a one-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to love these. It's MyPillow.com, promo code back or call 800-966-3117. What are you going to do today, Stu? What are you gonna do? It's, it could be our last day. This monkeypox is spreading like wildfire. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Every it's surface you touch is eighty percent monkeypox. That is that's the science. That's science. Okay, so let me um, 
let me just go through some of the articles that I read uh, just to prepare for this show today. And I warn you, they're very, very scary. President Biden raised alarm on Sunday about monkey. Oh, I should do this. Monkeypox. It's a viral infection fast spreading around the world. And he warned that the disease, which can be spread as easily through handling a contaminated object, is something that everyone should be concerned about. Monkeypox. Rarely seen outside of Africa, has found in recent weeks uh, a home in Europe and the United States. Stu, do you know how many people have monkeypox right now in the United States? Uh, how many people are in the United States? 330 million? Yeah. yeah. 329 million people right. have monkeypox right now. Right now. You have it. If you're listening to this right now, you have it. Really? Yes, you have it. Oh my gosh, I'm so worried about it. I can see it on you. As you're, of, you're, It's crawling all <laughs> over you, the monkeypox. As of Saturday, 92 cases and 28 suspected cases have been identified in 12 countries outside of the african nations where it happens all the time <laughs> poor africa they're like it's a real it's a real panic now because it's no longer there when it was there we didn't seem to care about much right. at all because it's just hitting africans but now we're very concerned about it there's been one confirmed case in the united states a man in boston was diagnosed last week but public health officials believe case numbers are going to soon increase and even though it's only occasionally fatal, the speed at which the monkeypox virus is spreading has raised fear of another pandemic that would further strain health services already stretched so thin because of COVID-19. <laughs> and the CDC says there's no proven safe treatment for monkeypox. What are we going to do? <laughs> Now, that's the uh, first story. Then you get into the next story. This one from the Daily Mail. Held between May 5th and May 15th, the uh, the gay pride, um, uh, the Canary Islands gay pride attraction uh, brings visitors in from across the continent. It was attended by people who have tested positive for monkeypox. For what? Monkeypox. Mm. This, according to the uh, Public Health Service over in England, uh, the Canary Islands now investigating any links between the cases and LGBT plus celebrations. Among the 30 or so diagnosed in Madrid, there are several who attended the event, although it is not yet possible to know if one of them is patient zero of this outbreak or if they all got infected there. There are two suspected cases of men in the Canary Islands, one with links to the LGBT plus festival. I don't know what happened to the two people. I what feel about bad. the IA? Yeah, they're out too. The double Q. They're probably all dead from monkeypox. I'm sorry, from monkeypox. <laughs> and it's... I'm, it hit the two spirits first. Okay, all right. That so we know. Here's, here's the thing. The next story... Three confirmed cases of monkeypox have been linked to a homosexual fetish festival in Belgium. Mm. The Darklands Festival in Antwerp. That doesn't sound like a place that you're going to go tell you, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Well, Mom, I was thinking about going to the Darklands Festival in Antwerp. It just, you just know, that's not, 
Mom's not going to approve. Just, and there's just not going to be any hotel rooms available. <laughs> yes. Both things are yeah. tragic. All right. So it's been linked to uh, all three confirmed cases of the disease in Belgium following four days of partying that began May 5th, according to AFP. The festival's organizers said on their website the Belgian government had asked them to inform attendees that the outbreak was likely caused by a festival goer bringing the sickness in from abroad. So somebody was in Africa or apparently in Spain and they had the monkey pox mm. and then they started having sex with people. And then at these festivals and other things that have not been identified yet, uh, they were having sex and, and rubbing their pox on other people. <laughs> That's what they <laughs> They're rubbing their, their pox. pox. Yeah. That's what they call it. Well, that's that what now? has to happen. You okay. have to have the open weeping sores. Okay. okay. You know, mm. and then rub it on somebody. Is that right? It's great. Uh, now, <laughs> the World Health Organization says it expects to identify more cases of monkey, monkey pox. <laughs> that was weird. It was also the actual fat finger right. problem. It was. You did the Homer Simpson. I. As of Sunday, 92 confirmed cases, 28 suspected cases of monkeypox have been recorded, 12 member states. Available information suggests that human-to-human transmission is occurring among people in close physical contact with cases who are symptomatic. So my my understanding of the uh, monkeypox, I don't have the echo on my... Monkeypox! Yes, is that it's not a sexually transmitted disease per se. No. Like, you know, AIDS or Yeah, no, you could have it... You could have it and go, give me a big hug. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. It's close, intimate contact. Not necessarily sexual content, but like close contact with someone that's where you're touching their, them, yeah. you, where you know, you've Correct. made, you could have it with a hug or a kiss or, yeah. so sex certainly so qualifies. If we, if we would just say, <laughs> yes, extended it hugging. It yeah. <laughs> vigorous. Yeah, vigorous. Vigorous, extended hugging. hugging. Uh, yeah. here's, the, here's the thing. Uh, you don't want the monkey pox. Okay. Uh, stay away from people with open weepy sores. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, don't have sex with strangers. Here's one. Mm. If you is that a hard fast rule? That's pretty like, much. Okay. Yeah. Mm. If you happen to have open weepy sores, okay, you should go to the hospital. That's pretty much how we are going to get you know get around this. I think mm. you know. Yeah. Um, so it does. It have to. I, honest question here. Do you have to actually be showing signs of monkeypox to pass it? Is it's it one of those? My understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, well, I am a doctor, so I can speak with 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 great authority on this. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not really a doctor of medicine, but. You're more of a Jill Biden-esque doctor. No, I'm a no, I'm a doctor of humanities. Right. Who's affected by this? Monkeys and humans. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I think that's how that works. So here's the here's the thing. Uh, it's my understanding that the sores are the key here. Mm. Now maybe <laughs> you can get it from kissing and saliva. Right. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the point is here. We're not going to have to stop kissing strangers. We are going to have to stop no! kissing strangers. Yes, we are. Uh, we're going to have to unless you want the monkey box and we're all going to get it. We're all going to die. <laughs> now, um, I think this is the important uh, thing here. The Council of Europe's Parliamentary Assembly 
voted uh, late last week to uphold a scathing report that denounced virulent attacks against LGBTQ people um, regarding the monkeypox. Um, it's uh, apparently people are pointing out. I think it would be. I mean, if it's a fact, I'd like to know where else these things are being contracted. But so far, we know that those two places, uh, the two festivals, one in the uh, in Spain or the Canary Islands and, and one in Antwerp, both fetish-ish festivals, uh, that's where it's coming from so far. Uh, now, there may be other places, but so far, those are the places that everybody knows. So it's and- it's not it's not really a hate crime. When you're pointing out where a deadly disease is being spread, people are these people are so invested oh, and obsessed with identity like this. It's everything turns into a race or sexual preference type of issue. It's just it's just infuriating. But like my understanding again, and I will say it's limited. My understanding of monkeypox is limited. There's a limit to the knowledge I have about monkeypox. Well, we'll keep that in mind. So you take this with a grain of salt. But my understanding of the situation, Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, doctor. Yes. Is that. for that. I worked hard for that. You did work hard for that. Yeah. Is it's not like a COVID. It's not one of these things that just gets spread in mass numbers from uh, you know uh, viral particles floating in the air it is long it's extended close personal contact of some sort we would have to be if let's say you had the pox which you're the most likely to have it that's true Um, that's true if we were if we were giving each other very long extended naked hugs (laughs) that's which i don't foresee i don't foresee that either but i would be one that went Ooh, you've got open weepy sores. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to hug you today for at least for a long period of time. Right. Yeah. Minimal contact. Totally sure. fine. Sure. Maybe just a quick hug. Mm-hmm. You know. But you don't want to extend that contact. No. Under any circumstances, no. monkeypox or not. Okay. So now, from the Associated Press in London, scientists who have monitored numerous outbreaks of monkeypox in Africa say they are baffled by the disease's recent spread in Europe and North America. Cases of the smallpox-related disease have previously been seen only among people with links to Central and West Africa. But in the past week, Britain, Spain, Portugal, Italy, U.S., Sweden, and Canada all reported infections, mostly in young men who haven't previously traveled to Africa. There are about 80 firm, uh, confirmed cases worldwide, 50 more suspected. The World Health Organization said France, Germany, Belgium, Australia reported their first cases on Friday. This doctor said, I am stunned by this. Every day I wake up and there are more countries infected. Uh, he's a virologist who formerly headed the Nigerian Academy of Science and who sits on several WHO advisory boards. This is not the kind of spread we've seen in West Africa. So there may be something new happening in the West. So they don't see this spread in Africa like this. So somehow or another, it jumped from Africa and mutated. Wait, is that what they're saying? Doesn't that sound like this is not the kind of spread we've seen in West Africa. There must be something new happening in the West. 
So mm. somebody got it uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. had sex, perfect cis sex, that icky kind of cis sex, <sighs> and, uh, and then it mutated. And now it's everywhere. And your your cis sex that you're calling uh, icky, uh, sarcastically, is the CIS, <laughs> not the SIS. That one you actually do think is icky. Uh, the CIS yeah, and that, one is yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to just yeah, well, yeah. Like, clarifying our if terms you wanna here. Be a, if you want to be a bigot and <laughs> that's a hater, true. I don't know. Maybe that's know? not okay to say anymore. Yeah, I don't it's, know. it's uh, probably not. So probably yeah, not. but so because it. My understanding, again, of monkeypox is limited, mm-hmm. but my understanding of monkeypox in the past is that they can always trace it to travel to Western Africa. And they are like, okay, this person went, you know, they got a timeshare, uh, you know, an Abidjan Ivory Coast. Who doesn't? And right, you know, I've got two. Mm-hmm. And you know, they went and they visited and they got the monkeypox and they flew it back on some airline. And now here it is. We see now two people have it because of that direct spread inside the household, and we're going to stop that chain, and it goes away. That that's the typical way monkeypox yes. is gone. Not the way it's going this time. Now, is it possible that the travel just happened to align with multiple fetish traveling uh, sex parties? Don't know, but you'd be bigoted to ask that question. I would be, and that's why yes. I'm not asking it, right. Doctor. I'm just right. I'm, you I'm, don't ask that I'm question. Saying, and how it, dare you? You're the same fellow that I think was talking about the Wuhan labs yeah. and the jet. <laughs> A virus, I, I think which I it did had mention. nothing to do with China. No, nothing, or the laboratory. Nothing to do with it. And you know what's shocking is in 20, uh, 2020, I think, or twenty twenty one, the WHO and uh, the uh, the WEF held a war game on the next virus, and it happened to be monkeypox. And then they did it again a few months ago, and they used monkeypox as the the global outbreak. Really? Now, if that if that is true, which it is, we verified, if that is true, and they also war-gamed the first ever coronavirus right before COVID, these guys, we should listen to them because they're genius. <laughs> they do what? seem to see the future. They do mm-hmm. seem to see the future, which is weird. And that is your monkey pox update. Be afraid. Be very afraid. The best of the Glenn Beck program. so touched at something that is I mean you want to talk about a real American hero you want to talk about somebody who really takes action when action is needed somebody who exemplifies really something bigger and better than the greatest American generation and that would be the man who over the weekend put together the very first ever emergency food shipment from international relief agencies to help feed Americans. Wow. Can he drop some chocolate bars from the skies on his way home? This president knew exactly what to do. He saw the, he saw all the starving Americans and the formulas, he said, they ha- we have got to prioritize these because they serve a critical medical purpose and they are in short supply in the United States. <laughs> and
And that's all because of greedy capitalists. Abbott Sturgis, that plant closed down. We're getting a full 246 pallets. That's right. That's right. From a Swiss company that doesn't put people, or wait, doesn't put profits over people. So used to saying that as a conservative. It. Wow. So, Operation Fly Formula <laughs> was had. And uh, I think that's great. That's great. The single best part of this entire thing is they named it Operation, Operation Fly, Fly Formula. Formula. Like it's the literally the worst name. They just because it's exactly literally what they're doing. What they're doing. Right. It's yeah. like you know Operation Desert Storm is Operation Go into Iraq and drop bombs and stuff. <laughs> like, wait, wait, what idiot named this? Uh, people in the uh, Biden administration. It is. It, it is, is sincerely awful. pathetic. Oh, it is. Uh, and the you know, there's is- not a shortage of baby food in Mexico. Mm. You know, they're not moms and dads aren't driving around in uh, Canada. So what does that tell you about what the cause of the problem is here? Mm. Yeah, it's it's a fact. <laughs> It's a fascinating one. It is. And Europe has plenty of formula. And we could import that formula. No, no, no. We can't. We can't. The no, wrong we label. Could. No, it's the wrong label, Stu. That is the problem. Right. Is that it's labeled incorrectly FD- to our standards. The which FDA knows what a label should look like. You want to just higgledy-piggledy throw baby formula at babies and let them eat stuff that you don't have the right labeling of? Are you insane? But it went man? through the European safety standards, which <laughs> many European. argue are higher no, than ours. No, they're not. No, they're not. They stop in France. They stop people from having an abortion at eleven weeks. You think those are higher standards? Can't trust those people. <laughs> they won't let. They won't let you kill babies after eleven weeks. You're gonna just say, "Hey, here's some food from those kinds of people for your baby." Seems like the people who are keeping more babies alive might be trustworthy just in this particular like circumstance. It is just like you. Man, I didn't miss you for a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, food supply expert has warned that world uh, uh, food shortages now just 10 weeks away. But don't worry. We, hey, seriously. We've got him on the. We've got him on the on the on the job. He's ready to go. We had any time he. Oh, he, he's here. There's a. When there's a, a shortage of wheat, sure we could help our farmers out. Sure we could open up natural gas, which which actually helps make the you know the fertilizer, or we could do something to, you know, lower the price of diesel, which our trucks and our our tractors need but instead this president he knows that's why there's operation screw the american farmer <laughs> i kind of do like that they're naming this the real thing now it's <laughs> actually getting to be helpful <laughs> i don't think that's a good one <sighs> misinformation so anyway uh so it looks like we have 10 weeks Russia has blocked almost all ports. Uh, maritime opportunities to export food are grain, barley, sunflower, and more. A lot of things. That's according to President Zelensky. 
There will be a crisis in the world, the second crisis after the energy one, which was provoked by Russia. Now it will create a food crisis if we don't unblock the routes to Ukraine. If we don't help the countries in Africa, Europe, Asia, which need the food products. I think he was saying screw America there. Uh, I think that's what I kind of heard there. Uh, this is why we are now, and I, I love this. I mean, I think this is, I mean, I don't think there's a problem of this at all. On 60 Minutes, the Ministry of Eternal Affairs uh, for Ukraine has tweeted, uh, the U.S. is preparing to plan to uh, a plan to destroy the Russian Black Sea Fleet. Oh, well, that's good. I'll keep tweeting. Thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. That is wonderful. Helpful. Helpful. Yeah. Three U.S. officials and two congressional sources told the outlet that uh, the White House was still working out the details for sending advanced weapons to Ukraine. Uh, They have, you know, logistical issues and the possibility the U.S. would have to remove a launcher from one of the ships to send it over to Ukraine. Um, responding to a question from Newsweek, the State Department didn't deny it was working on a plan to take out the Russian fleet. You got to love the State Department. Seriously, they're great. As the conflict is changing, so too is our military assistance to deliver critical capabilities that Ukraine needs for today's fight as Russia's uh, forces engage a renewed offensive in eastern Ukraine. However, the Department of Defense issued a sharp denial of the claims made by the Ukrainian officials. I can tell you definitely that that's just not true, said a Pentagon spokesperson. Uh, the Pentagon denial applied only to the Ukrainian officials' assertion that the U.S. was helping sink the Black Sea fleet. So, I, you know, I don't think that's a... You know, I don't think that's necessarily a because <clears throat> they're going to open up those ports because they got to get that food out. Otherwise, I mean, our farmers are being screwed by our federal government in, in, in a way that they're not screwing them. You know what I mean? Mm. Their actions are not screwing the farmers. The farmers are just screwed. You know, and it had nothing to do with Joe Biden's policies or anything. It's, you know, nothing. That has gone wrong in the past couple of years has had anything to do with Joe Biden. Yeah, well, other is, than other than they they don't control the government. I mean, they do control both houses uh, and the White House. Well, it's the Republicans, though. It is. What's, Rep- the, what's the Republican plan for inflation? Amen. You know, when when why don't they do something about it other than having no access to power right. in any way? Right. You know, why aren't they solving all these problems? Exactly right. Other than the fact that the United States idiotically elected people like joe biden to do the job instead you know i mean that's the point that they they don't they don't talk about that glenn so sinking the black fleet not a problem uh and uh and now um our diplomatic officials you know the same ones in the state department that said oh yeah no we've got plans to sink the fleet um they're weighing plans to send a special forces troop to Kiev to guard the newly reopened embassy there. So uh, that's going to be good. You know, let's send in special forces into the war zone. Let's why don't we open up that embassy again? Right. I think we're all saying that good time for it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. again, shouldn't our response to all of these things be like, I don't know what you mean. Where's Ukraine? What are you talking about? Uh, I've never heard it. There's a war where. Shouldn't that be our response? Like, no matter oh what we're doing, we should not be doing press conferences about it. 
We don't tell everyone how much money we're sending there. Uh, now, as an American taxpayer, I, of course, want to know this information. But our military should not be blurting these things out in press conferences. And our president, who seems to, who seemingly, in a foreign speech, announced he wanted regime change in Russia, should never speak about this situation again. <laughs> ever. He shouldn't say anything about it. Yeah, all I'd like to know is that there's an accountant that we can trust. Just one. Yeah. Just one accountant that we can trust as we've sent over almost $60 billion, which is $3 billion shy of the entire yearly defense budget of Russia. I'd like to know that we have an accountant over there. And you, you know. know. Just, I mean, how much of this is being wasted? You know. Oh, wasted? How much is of, how much of it is being diverted for other things? Mm. This is the most corrupt nation in the world. This is this is on, this, yeah with Russia and all the oligarchs. This is the same thing. We're sending sixty billion dollars over there. Where's the accounting? Oh God! I mean, it's lost. Right? It's oh. not even honestly. Like I am not even considering that this money is going to be spent in a, in a rational way. Now, some of it will. Right, some yeah, of it will. But we know we'll, we're going to lose what ten billion dollars to oh, absolutely no, nothing. We we the, Ukraine lost seven billion dollars <laughs> when we gave them seven billion dollars. Okay, yeah. <laughs> under the last under Biden's watch, we gave them seven billion dollars in aid, and they were like, "Where did I put that seven billion dollars? I it might be in my other pants. I'm not really sure. They lost it." And now we're like that country. Hmm. They're in turmoil. So I'm guessing the accountants have all run for their lives. And we're just saying, you know what? Give them, give them $40 billion. You know, I tell you what, put a $100 million tip on top of that. I, it, there's a weird thing going on, too, that should be addressed in that if you point out that Ukraine is a corrupt country, that you are somehow rooting for Vladimir Putin. Not the case. Not the case at all. No, I just like to know. You that. look at the, the the media does this all the time, and they conflate these things. These reports of corruption are coming from places like the New York Times. They were the ones calling Ukraine the most corrupt country on earth not that long ago. Now that doesn't mean that that they're in the wrong in this particular situation, but it does mean that you should be very skeptical that this money is going to get to the right places. And why is that un-American to it say I want to make sure that this money is being spent? In the right way, you're, you're sending it over to a country that was all but ruled by George Soros. I mean, the Biden administration, the Obama administration, Clinton, all of it, all of that, every bit of the, the uh, Trump dossier crap, that all was was plotted by the same people now who are still in uh, Ukraine. And we're just going to send them more money. This uh, is what's fascinating is when the Ukraine rush, uh, Ukraine Trump stuff was going on. There would be information that would come out of Ukraine that said, hey, this is BS. This part of it isn't true. Uh, this official was bought off. And the answer to the information that seemingly would would clear Donald Trump of wrongdoing in certain circumstances was dismissed because. Ukraine was such a corrupt country that you couldn't trust any of the information coming out of it. Yeah. That was the whole argument from the left. 
that it was the entire nation was so corrupt that any piece of information that disagreed with their preordained thesis was automatically to be disregarded. Now that the war has started, even bringing up corruption when you're throwing 50, 60 billion dollars at the country is tantamount to aligning yourself with Vladimir Putin. It's crazy. It's insane. Um, by the way, there's a really important uh, op-ed written yesterday by Mitt Romney. I think it was in the New York Times. Basically, it ends in... 